Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let us take a moment of praying. Lord, we just thank you for the joy that you have given us in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you do not withhold any good thing from us, Lord, but that you only continually strive to bless us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you've given us the ultimate blessing through your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us. And I don't know about y'all, but I am excited to get into the Word and continue our discussion and study in the book of Acts. Uh, For the listeners, we are still in chapter 14, still still covering down on verses 1 through 7. So if you have not yet read that section of Scripture, or I encourage you or you just want to get refreshed on that section of scripture, I encourage you to just pause the episode, take a moment to to read that for yourself, and that way make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, at this time, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Okay, so Loris first showed me that um, Iconium is inside of Galatia, which means that the um, book of Galatians was written to them. And if you read inside Galatians throughout all the whole book, um, Paul's um, talking to the Galatians um, saying that that he had concerns about them of whether they would continue inside of the faith that was um, given to them and that they were trying to grow spiritually by using um, carnal means. Hmm. Well, so it's in Galatia. Iconium was one of the places, right? Oh, yes. There, there are multiple. Iconium, Lystra, Derby, Antioch is all in um, the region of Galatia in what is known as Asia Minor or today in within Turkey. Okay? Yes. So I, I love how you bring this up because it's important, but it's important for all the regions, we've only discussed one of them thus far, or all the cities within that that region or that area. So, can you explain to the listeners what some of the the concerns that Paul had were or are? And then I guess the follow-on would be, why were they concerns? 
Okay, so one of the concerns was that the Galatians had they had been told the they had been told and brought up inside of the faith, but afterwards, after Paul had left, they um were reverting back to and worshiping the other gods that they had just left and going back into bondage. Hmm. Okay. And another one was when persecution came whether whether they would stand or not or they'll just give up and another one was trying to grow spiritually by using human and carnal means mm-hmm. okay and why was that why was that a concern for them and why is that a concern i'll say for us today and by us i mean for believers and christians on the whole Uh, it's a concern for today because inside of Matthew, it talks about that people will go, look, the Lord's right here, or that he's someplace that he's not actually there. And inside of Revelations, it said that the Antichrist will be using signs and wonders, and that many will be deceived. And that if people are just basing off all their spiritual growth on carnal means, or just reverting back to what they not necessarily escape from, but were freed from originally. Um, it means that they won't be going to heaven. And as Lila brought up in previous podcast, it says um, that he would wish that no perish, but that all shall have everlasting life and life abundantly. Hmm. Well, there's also the other scripture, right? Because you, you made a very bold and accurate statement, right? by not being led by the Spirit. Well, the Scripture says, those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, right? Yes. So, in other words, not being led by the Spirit is, in fact, ministering the flesh, which is death, right? Ultimately. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, they did not rely on the Lord and His Holy Spirit to lead them, to guide them, to give them discernment on as we saw even with Paul in here, right? He gazed intently at, well, Simon, right? Uh, what was it Simon? Yes, Elemis. Yes, Elemis, thank you. The sorcerer, right? Because, well, that's not right. Um, but you see that throughout the works of the apostles. Yes? yes? Yes. The Holy Spirit would reveal things, and then they would say and do what the Holy Spirit was leading them to say and do to First, take care of the situation, but take care of it in such a way that it took, just like Jesus, right? It took care of the spirit, soul, and body of the individual. And those that were in opposition, giving them opportunity to repent or turn from their ways that were against the Lord, at war with the Lord, right? Yes. But I I love how you brought this up because... It, it does matter, and, and it absolutely applies to us today. In Galatians 4, Paul describes his fears for the church, right? Uh, beginning of verse 8, it says this. But then indeed, when you did not know God, you served those which by nature are not gods. But now after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements? 
to which you desire again to be in bondage. You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. But then he urges them, Brother, I urge you to become like me, for I became like you. You have not injured me at all. But then he says, You know that because of physical infirmity, I preached the gospel to you at first. And he keeps going about how they received, in verse 14, that they had received him as an angel of God and even as Christ Jesus. And what was the blessing that they enjoyed? Well, they enjoyed salvation, right? That's what the Lord brought yes. in and through Paul. Repentance leading to salvation by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Why would we turn away from that? Why would they turn away? And I say they because, right, this is past tense, but the application is for us today. Will we remain, right? In the previous episodes, we were talking about the, the choice. We, how many of us have made that final choice? That for Christ I live. All right, Paul talks about that in other epistles, right? For Christ I live. I'm, I'm a bondservant of Christ. Every other choice and decision that must be made is made with that final decision in mind first. Which makes it then, it takes away the, the heaviness or the weightiness of all the other decisions. It comes out, it's very simple. Either I'm, fo- I'm following the Lord and my desire is to glorify Him because He's my choice. Or it contradicts what we said our choice was. Thus proving that you chose the, well, ultimately for the father, for Satan to be your father. Right? Or to serve the devil. It makes it very simple. The choice is, it matters to the Lord. And so it goes to, this is the, we talked about this before, it's the choosing ground. And actually the, the choosing ground was part of the, uh, I'll say a sub-study of when we were looking at the Lord's house. And let's not forget that we are his house. He lives and dwells. The fullness of the Godhead lives and dwells in us. So yes, this absolutely matters. But this is also a, what you what you talked about here, their promise for Iconium, but not just Iconium, but the whole region of Galatia. There were concerns that they would remain. Or had he labored in vain? But now ultimately, right? Yes. Leave the outcome up to the Lord. But still, encourage, admonish, right? Yes. One yes. another in love. And you see that here with Paul, exemplifying the nature, character, and attributes of the Lord, both here in establishing that church in Iconium, but also in his letter to the Galatians. So in the letter to the Galatians would have been read at all these places that we're now reading about. 
to encourage them, to build up their them in their most holy faith. And it applies to us still today. What else? It then also reminds of a scripture inside of, I believe, Romans. Um, you see the Romans or Corinthians, one of the two Corinthians, where it's talking about that all the works would be tested by fire. And that if you attempt to build upon something that's um, uh, other than God, as you mentioned, Dad, that's so. You're practically feeding the flesh. And when you do that, the flesh becomes more evident. Well, it only proves what remains, right? Yes. What remains is what? What's the only thing that can remain? What's God, what God put there? Okay. The words of the Lord. His, him working in and through the situation. Right? Not the works of the flesh. Or those are evident. And when they're tested with fire, they will burn up. Then they will not remain. But the word of the Lord is forever. Amen? Yes. So it becomes very evident whether it's, and I'll say it in this way, it can be evident even in the moment. If we, right, following the the pattern example set forth in Christ, Christ brought everything before the Lord. He did not move. He did not act. He did not speak unless it was what his father was saying or do what his father was doing, Heavenly Father. Right? Yes. Yes. So if we will do that same thing, if we will pass everything before or by in front of our Lord and Savior Jesus, whatever he calls it, that's what it is. But it also reveals his ways and his thoughts and gives us the opportunity to come into alignment with it. Right? Yes. When we come into alignment with it and we act upon his word, It will reveal, that's also why he sent the Holy Spirit, right? To reveal all and lead us in all truth and do all the truth. Okay? Yes. We'll know even in the moment, whether it's in the flesh, someone is acting out of the flesh, or speaking out of the flesh, or it's actually from the Lord. Do you understand how that works now? Yes. Okay. What else? Or continue, please. And also, um, Lord, remind me of, I believe Peter talks about it, that Christ is the foundation and that everything else that's built upon the foundation has to be of Christ. And if, um, Dad, you've given this example, if you're attempting to build a building, but then... You start the upper floor, the building's not going to be complete. The same works for the foundation of Christ. If you don't use the right material and then try try to use that instead of the right material, the material is going to fall down and not endure. Okay. That was it. Good. Well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Anyone else have anything to add? Well, very quickly, Dad, remember when you mentioned about um, going back to the judging piece and us judging ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and what promise just brought up about the the each man's works being tested through the fire and whatever is of God will stand. And um, God had reminded me of two different kinds of judgment that that word can be used. And one is condemnation. Sure. And then the other one, as you mentioned, that was examining ourselves. So in that process of allow, of us judging ourselves, we're actually allowing the Lord to reveal and judge and go, hey, son or daughter, this is what you need to correct and get into alignment. That way you continue to build on Christ's foundation instead of spending time having to rebuild because you were building with the wrong stuff beforehand. Exactly. But that happens, right? I mean, we can't even look at it. And I'll say our family dynamic and relationship, right? When we bring up something that's out of alignment, is it ever to condemn, uh, I'll say you. No. No, not at all. It is only to now, I'll say, further educate. But that is the first aspect of discipline, is it not? Yes. We discuss these things giving you the time and opportunity to recognize, realize what's happening, what's out of alignment, why it's out of alignment, and then on your own, right, without our, I'll say, we're already prompting, right, but that yes. without, I'll say, forcing you, you have the opportunity now to sort that out in your life. Yes. Oh, and the, oh sorry. Well, go ahead, go ahead. And the other thing was, um, with the judgment, what Paul was saying was, we're not supposed to be condemning people. That's not exactly. our place. But we can, and we should point out and go, come on, brother or sister, here's Christ, and point them back to them, but not go, oh, you're so bad and terrible, because that's, that's Satan's job. He's got that all mm-hmm. on his own. We don't need to assist him in that. So, exactly. And, and even the Lord, he's not condemning us, mm-hmm. Right. He says, I didn't come to judge, but if I do judge, right? Yes. And in that, he was just pronouncing what the Father, or proclaiming what the Father said through the Holy Spirit to him. So that's why he said, my judgment is true. It's pure. Right? There was no ulterior motives. There was no trying to establish himself as the authority. He, He already was that. He recognized his role in his place and functioned or operated in that. We... I'll say, in a much, uh, not even, I mean, you can't really compare it, but in similar manner as a parent, right? Yes. Isn't that not what our role is with you? It's yes. not to condemn you, but it's to say, hey, this isn't right. But hey, let's walk together in this to build you up, right? Yes. There is an exhorting, there is an encouraging, there is a, right, an admonishing, but a lot of encouragement. This is the right path. Go down this path. And that's exactly what our our Lord and Savior does with us. Yes. There, there's a rebuking, right? We've got to first say, this isn't yes. right, right? But it doesn't just remain there. It's a, hey, let's. you don't quite have this, but I understand where you're at in, in both spiritual and natural maturity. So there's a almost walking alongside or putting our arm around and, hey, let's walk together and let me help you in this area or this thing, whatever it is that needs to be sorted out. And that's exactly what our Lord and Savior does with us. And there's In there, you can also see grace and mercy. Not that yes. we have any grace or mercy to give except from what the Lord has given us, right? 
Yes. But all that is an extension of who our Lord and Savior is. He is love. So we see that love commandment fulfilled, even in that. Right? Yes. So let's not lose heart. Let's continue. And, you know, while, while discipline is never fun, I'd rather be disciplined by the Lord and corrected by him so I can become more conformed to his image than not. So yes. if, he, if he is correcting something or bringing something to your attention to be corrected, allow him to have that say in your life. Listen to what he says. Repent and come into alignment with what he's doing and wants to do in and through you. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. So with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your long-suffering and your patience that you show towards each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, God, that that's one of the many attributes that draws us unto you, God. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your compassion, God. We thank you for covering us and being our protector, God, that you keep us, Lord, and lead us like the good shepherd that you are. Lord, we thank you for our partners and our listeners. We thank you for their families and all the things that you've blessed them with, Lord, all pertaining to their life, their spiritual growth, Lord, and their um, their ability to flourish in this earth, God, and to be triumphant and victorious in every aspect and every area of their lives, God. And we thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.